0: Hey guys, what's up? Hope you're doing well. Um, I am recording this early in the morning. I woke up like an hour ago, which feels nice to do this in the morning. I feel like I used to do that a lot, but then I kind of started just doing it in the evenings. And you know me, I'm tired at like 7pm. So it is nice knowing that I have the whole day ahead of me so I got work today and uh, not really anything else so no plans for me but that's totally fine um, I I do not have an update for you guys I will be so honest I'm pre-recording this episode so I'll be toes in the water ass in the sand um, if you don't know that song educate yourself no I'm kidding it's a great song, though. Recently, oh my god, guys, maybe I do an update. Okay, <laughs> I always say this, and then I start going off on some something dumb. Okay, I think I might have talked about this in a different episode, but I am like actually unironically listening to country music. Um, not as a joke. And some might say (laughs) that is foul, and it is. Like, don't get me wrong, I get it. But also, like, I feel like, like, I grew up on country music, and so for a long time, I was like, "Mm, that's cringe. And then, I don't remember what I was watching. Oh, I was watching something. It was like a, oh my god, it was how to lose a guy in 10 days oh my god it was on the tip of my tongue so it was how to lose a guy in 10 days and there was like a song that i used to listen to as a kid all the time (laughs) that movie and i don't know what it's called but it like sparked a fire in me for real like okay i need to make a country songs playlist on my spotify so i did and i've been listening to it like every day since (laughs) it's so good it's literally so good but I will say I get enough hate listening to country music (laughs) I get I get enough hate also my boyfriend is like very much not from the south and he's like "Mm, can you turn on literally anything else so I get it you know what I mean I get it but I don't know it just feels very Homie, and it reminds me of my parents pretty much every song ever I learned from my parents oh also another story about music music has always been a obviously I mean maybe it's not obvious but it's always been a very huge part of my life my dad great musician my brother's also so good at singing and guitar all that kind of stuff unfortunately I didn't get any of those genes I don't know what the hell like i there was nothing of the sort whenever um it came to me singing not in the cards for me, playing guitar, like tried it once when I was a kid, and um i I think I just ended up crying to be honest, um so that was a no go for me, but my boyfriend and I were wa- we were watching some movie, oh, I think we were watching Ted. <laughs> Watching Ted, I think. And there's a scene where Crazy Train by Ozzy Osbourne is playing, and iconic, of course. And I was like, oh my god, my brother. This was like one of the first things he learned on the guitar. And Chris, my boyfriend, was like, What are you talking about? Like, what what? And I was like, Huh? What do you mean? What what do you mean? What are you talking about? Like, I'm talking about the song. And he was like, I don't know. I don't know this. So I immediately made a playlist of all the songs that he needs to know. Um, all the classics. All the classics. Like, there is a lot of the Beatles in here. Blue October. It- first of all, if you don't know what Blue October is, that's foul to say the least. Um, Oh my god, I forgot about Aerosmith. Okay, I'm just looking through the playlist uh, and looking through... (gasps) Pearl Jam? My actual life? Anyway, okay, I'm going to stop talking about music because I won't shut up. I just thought that was super funny. Okay, anyway. Today's topic, or I guess this week's topic, we're going to talk about frustration. Now... As we know, I've been working with kids recently, and it has been so, so, first of all, fun to work with these kids, and second of all, I'm learning a lot more than I thought I would learn. I knew it would obviously be a challenge working with, uh, like, I'm working with really young kids as well. There are some that are older, and um, the majority of them, though, range from three to probably eight or nine but something I didn't expect for sure was like learning so much about how kids deal with their emotions and how they process them as an adult knowing how to go about something whenever you're angry or either whenever you're happy or whatever it may be going or I guess processing any emotion as an adult obviously, because we've had the experience of being a kid and then we've learned from that. Um, So now we know (laughs) how to go about these feelings. But as a kid, you have such big emotions and especially anger and frustration. Those are such big emotions that can really take over. So it's tricky having them bring something to you about a frustrating situation that they're in. A lot of times kids will come up to me and be like well I wanted to play here and she got mad so she hit me in the face and it's just a lot of like lashing out almost (laughs) because of course like they don't know yet they don't know how or what to do with their anger and maybe they don't see it at home or they don't see it shown through anyone else All that to say, working with these kids has really made me take a step back and think about how sometimes these little kids are processing their emotions way more maturely than some of my adult friends do. Let me explain. So as an adult, I feel like we have this idea in our brains that we have already experienced enough life and we have already learned all the things about processing these feelings that we need to do as a kid. We like, we learn them as a kid, and then as we get older, we're like, okay, I know how to do that. If I get angry, I do this. If I am feeling this way, I confront, or whatever it may be. There are some adults that I know in my life or have known them in the past that every time they get angry or they get sad or whatever it may be, like, they resort to violence, and that's obviously a dangerous thing, especially when you have kids that look up to you and are learning from you in any way, whether that's like a little sibling or a, the actual, your child, but I also think confrontation as we get older becomes a lot harder because it's a lot more complex. This is also something I've learned from my kids because a lot of times they'll come up to me or another coach or whatever and be like, well, this person didn't want to play with me because whatever. They just want to be alone or they want to play with someone else. It's whatever. We have to talk with them about, okay, we'll communicate that with them ask them, hey, do you want to hang out? Or do you want to go on this with me? Let's try to play with something else. I don't know, that was kind of a stupid example. But they usually have no problem being like, hey, I don't like that you did this. Or can you please share that with me? Or whatever. But I feel like as we get older, it gets harder and harder to confront people in our lives about something that they're doing that we don't like not that what the children are experiencing whenever they're confronting is not complex but I feel like as we get older it becomes a lot more complex like I said it all comes down to communication communication is such a huge thing in relationships friendships whether that's like literally with your parents with your significant other with a close friend Or even with someone that's not very, uh, like, a close friend to you. If you don't have a strong sense of communication with the people in your life, they're not going to know what's going on in your brain. They're not a mind reader. That's not their job. And vice versa. It's not up to you. Ball is in your court to say, I don't really like how you handled that situation. And maybe I did something to piss you off too. How can, where can we go from here? How can we move on and... If you don't want to move on and if you don't want that person in your life, that's a different story. But communicating that is something that seems so simple and not second nature necessarily, but it's almost almost in a way it is because we've been learning from our teachers and our parents and our coaches, whatever it may be, of how to go about these emotions since we were so young. So in a way, it kind of is. And I feel like as we get older... It becomes less and less of second nature because we have this mindset of being like okay well I already know that I'm not dealing with this in an immature way because I'm not immature I already know how to do these things and you kind of become really close-minded about it and I actually just watched Emma Chamberlain's um, new episode about admitting you're wrong I think it was titled What happens if I'm the problem? Or wait, what if I'm the problem? She was talking about how important it is to admit those things whenever you are wrong or whenever you did say something out of line or your actions crossing a boundary of some sort. Adults have a problem, some of them, not all of them. But I feel like generally speaking, adults have this ego about them that is kind of like I'm superior I already kind of know especially when it comes to kids oh my god that's a whole other topic of conversation but generally speaking I feel like adults have this ego that kind of prevents them from allowing themselves to admit yeah I was really wrong in that situation I apologize or going to someone else and being like dude, the way you handled this was not okay and I don't appreciate it and I feel like I deserve an apology for that. That's not immature. That's not out of line. That's not being overdramatic. You're not overreacting. You're communicating how you feel. And if the other person doesn't feel the same way, they should then communicate that and be like, no, I don't feel like I acted out of line there. I don't think I said anything wrong there. It should be a civil like adult conversation it's so crazy to me how childish we've gotten as adults I know I keep saying that oh my god but I feel like we have kind of strayed away from that principle of communication and dealing with emotions that are uncomfortable or just honestly just situations in general that are uncomfortable with other human beings like You need to learn, if you haven't already, (laughs) like, how to go about those situations. I swear to you, some of the girlies that I coach are legitimately better at understanding and reacting, or, or I guess maybe processing is a better word, I don't know, to their emotions than some of my adult friends in my life. So do with that what you will. And I'm also not saying it's like an easy thing to deal with. It varies from situation to situation. Of course, every scenario is not going to be the same. And some are way more serious than others. But especially in relationships, we know the importance of communication in a romantic relationship. We hear about it all the time. And maybe we experience it maybe we don't if you're in a relationship you know how important that is but also admitting you're wrong in a romantic relationship of course in general but especially in a relationship whenever you are in a tiff or have an argument or whatever i think you're gonna save yourself a lot of time and frustration if you can openly admit yeah like that was really messed up of me or I don't know why I said that I don't know just being open in those romantic relationships because I feel like that's where a lot of people tend to have their walls up and they're like no I wasn't wrong in that situation because he did this or no well she did this she said this I don't know it's just I feel like that's where a lot of it goes south and I don't know everything like I'm I'm no scientist I'm no doctor I'm no psychologist yet oh my god the second I start really getting into my psych courses y'all are not going to hear the end of it that's going to be so fun for me I cannot guarantee it'll be the same amount of fun for you but I just know I'm going to have a blast okay I'm now going to answer some of y'all's questions which by the way take what I say with a grain of salt I'm not um I'm not your mom and I don't know if I'm like fully gonna help your situation hopefully but like I don't know I cannot guarantee okay the first question says my parents are amazing but I often feel like they're always in my business about everything I'm currently in my early 20s and I feel like they're just not letting me live my own life how do I go about this Okay, this one's really tough because we all know that our parents just want the best for us. And I had a lot of friends growing up, especially in high school, that were either really controlling or just didn't really let them have a social life in any way. That was in high school, though. And that's very different from being in your early 20s. I think sometimes it's important for your parents to be in your business. And I, I'm i saying sometimes for a reason, <laughs> it's not always, but they're just trying to protect you and they're just trying to do what is best for you, but you are a whole adult and at some point they need to come to terms with that <laughs> and be like, okay, well, she's going to flap her own little wings and do her own thing, whether she's making decisions that I don't necessarily agree with. I mean... If you're putting yourself in harm's way and you're hanging out with people that you shouldn't be hanging out with or, like, you're getting yourself into actual trouble all the time, that's a different story. I mean, maybe that's a hot take, but, like, I think that they have every right to be in your business if you're, like, putting yourself in harm's way. But it's a different story when you're in your early 20s just making early 20s dumb decisions. That's what your 20s are for. It's fine. I don't think your parents should be, like trying to control your life in that way you are now a whole adult you know what i mean okay i also still haven't answered the question i think you need to have a very civil but serious conversation with them just saying i am gonna make my own decisions and i'm a grown adult now do you know what i mean i don't know the full situation i feel like any more context but i feel like that's how i would go about it I obviously don't know what it's like to be a parent and I feel like I would struggle with this as a parent as well because if my kid, if I knew my kid was making like really stupid like decisions and getting themselves into trouble, I would obviously want to step in. But there comes a point where like if you're not, mm, I don't know, if you're not in danger, (laughs) is that too far? If you're not, putting yourself into actual trouble if you're going out to drinks with your friends on any day other than Friday or Saturday and they're like throwing a fit about it like relax but if it's something more serious then maybe (laughs) reevaluate but I don't know I need more context but yes serious conversation and make it friendly okay next My boyfriend and I have been together for about a year now and he still doesn't fully trust me. He will go through my phone, accuse me, etc. What do I do? Okay, red flag. First of all, he will go through my phone. Also, what does accuse me mean? I need more context. Accuse you of like cheating? I'm gonna say, I'm just gonna assume accuse me means cheating. Or he's accusing you of cheating. Okay. Babe, I fear he's not ready for a relationship. Like, I hate to tell you this a year in, but if he still doesn't fully trust you a year in and you haven't done anything to make him fear that you would do any of those things, I think he just... He needs to work on some trust issues, I think. Um, I think going about this is a tricky thing because obviously... You've invested time into this person. You've invested memories, love, all these things into this person. And I bet you care about him, I'm assuming. (laughs) I think going about this looks different for a lot of people. But if you wanted to stay in the relationship and continue to work on things with him, if you haven't already, you need to sit down and talk with him. Babe. Listen, I have done nothing thus far that would show you or lead you into thinking that I'm not committed to you. I think it's really important in this situation to let him know, listen, I am committed to you. But there's also something to be said for, you don't deserve this if you're not doing anything. If he's just going through your phone and accusing you of, I'm assuming, being with other people... That's not fair to you. And if it were me, like, I would just say, listen, you need some time. You need some time to worry, not worry, work on your trust issues. No need to worry. Let's just do our own thing for a little bit. And maybe we can get back together in the future. But as of right now, babe, like, you need to work on yourself a little bit. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that that happens all the time where couples are like, you know what, sometimes we just need to work on ourselves and maybe we'll come back together in the future. But I think in this situation you need to be prioritizing yourself and if you are not happy and if you are feeling like it's unfair, then no one is making you stay in the relationship. Um, I mean, it's a different story, of course, if you really want to see things through, that's amazing. But if it's not healthy for you, girl, like we only live once. Get out of there if it's not healthy. Life is too damn short to be unhappy in a relationship. And I think that that goes for both of you. Because obviously, if he's having trust issues, he doesn't trust you fully. I mean, he needs to work on himself in whatever way that that means for him. But He can find someone else that he feels very secure and safe with and babe you can be with someone that doesn't accuse you of cheating and look through your phone i am a firm believer and also like it's just not just for this person asking the question anyone listening if you're not happy in your relationship leave like no i know relationships it's so tough to leave especially if it's long term But I am a firm believer that if you're not happy and if you're not getting anything out of the relationship anymore, like if it's not adding anything to your life like it should be, leave. I was listening to this Call Her Daddy episode and I'm pretty sure it was the one where she was announcing her engagement with Matt and she was like, I have girls coming to me all the time just saying... I've been with this guy for five years. What do I do? Just, like, start from square one? Yeah. Yeah. Also, you're not starting from square one. I, uh, I just hate that idea leaving a relationship and then in your brain, you're like, oh, I just wasted, like, all those years of my life. That was not wasted. Time moves forward, babe. Like, If you didn't have that person in those seasons of your life, then you wouldn't be the person that you are today. I just don't look at it so black and white. Never once have I regretted dating someone. Even if they weren't that great, I am still grateful for them and I'm grateful that they led me to where I'm at now. I forget what the actual context was, but I remember my mom told me a story a while ago that was pretty much her talking to one of her um older students and they were talking about a relationship that she was in and it had been several years and my mom was like so how is it like what how, like tell me everything and she was like well i don't really know i don't know like he's cool and my mom was like well wouldn't you think after that many years you'd know and she said that it was like so in passing And she, like, didn't think twice about it. And then the next day she was like, yeah, we broke up. I broke up with him (laughs) after he said that. And I think that's so funny because it's true. Like, if you've been with someone for, I know even a year isn't a long time, but a year can show so much about someone. If you've been with someone for a year and they still are not fully on board and they don't fully trust you, girl, like, Life is too short, babe. Get out of there. Not trying to break everyone up, but I stand by that. Okay. Anyway, I have to get ready for work. So I will talk to you guys next week. I hope you have a wonderful week. And I hope y'all are having a fun summer. I feel like you should be taking advantage of the sun whenever it's out. Because where I'm at right now, it's been, like, disgusting. And then it'll get sunny. And then it'll be disgusting again. So whenever you are out tanning keep me keep me in your thoughts keep me in your prayers because it's been few and far between whenever I get to go lay out are you kidding okay anyway I will talk to you guys next week have a wonderful week bye